Golden Deer Productions. Golden Deer. Oh, oh, wait, was that not it? Hey, enter, just, you forgot to enter. But ha hasn't the government, there has been more going on in China that individuals are now a little more expressive about their distaste for the system, like gradually, or is it totally like, if, if you talk against the government, like you are F-U-C-K'd, man. Yeah, you can talk shit like in real life, so they wouldn't know. But if you Not post, online. yeah, if you post stuff online, that's pretty bad. Or like, or even if you're um, just like a normal person, if you say something about the government, they wouldn't really care that much because like you're not instigating anything right but if you're but a like popular if, person. right but if you're popular and a celebrity and you start talking then you're in real trouble hi my name is Xu Fan, and this is my golden hour water earth fire air long ago the four dear nations lived together in harmony then, everything changed when the fire deer attacked. Only Derek, master of all four elements, could stop those boys. But when Boston needed him most, he vanished into the enchanted golden deer forest. Season four! with me mm -hmm. ready mm -hmm. stop and then mm -hmm. and stop now this one really gutter already <gasps> So today, for everyone out there in the internet sphere, I had to do zero preparation for this episode oh, because yeah. the young man sitting to my right is a new acquaintance of mine, but probably over the past month and a half, I haven't spent more time with anyone besides him. Yeah, me too. Thinking about it, right? Yeah. And I'm, I'm extremely grateful that the universe paired us because we were just talking about this before we started i was like man you know like to grow the show and to grow everything going on i'm gonna need to find someone who's a guru on the digital end and who wants to work equally as hard mm -hmm. and i was thinking the character to my right he was probably thinking damn i really want to work hard and go out and work on cool projects and meet people but i just don't know anybody yeah that's true and so to my right I have young Frankie Films. All right. <laughs> I haven't even decided what to use as my like as Instagram tag. Yeah, so <laughs> I, I I we started with ISO Frank, right? Yeah, ISO Frank and then Frankie Young Frankie Films? Young, I don't know. There are too it's many just been names. It's yeah. just been sticking with me. Yeah, yeah. Frankie Flicks? Wait. Yeah, that was one of them. What are you feeling right now? I mean, Frankie Films kind of like rose off the tongue pretty nice. So I maybe like, I'll go with it. But right now you're young Frankie Films. Okay. And so if, like, yeah. if you're like a Pokemon, mm -hmm. like you're just at like your beta <laughs> stage and then yeah. you evolve. Yeah. So what do I have to, what do, I have to do? So to in like two years when everything's like mm -hmm. really crazy, you're mm -hmm. going to be. I'm going to be Ultra. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. The Frankinator. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate the, the, I don't even know Big Frank <laughs> Yeah Well that'd be the middle And then yeah. the third evolution You would just be like Frank period Alright And you're just Sounds gonna be good. jacked Alright I already am <laughs> So for reference Frank is A producer For the show mm -hmm. He If you've noticed In the past Two months or month and a half, the show has increased in production value and we've been able to pump out 
more content at a at a better rate it's because frank has been helping totally transparent about it frank is picked up speed like wicked quick man like totally impressed on how fast you pick shit up thanks like, really really fast and i i heard my mom says this all the time she was like you know what you're you're extremely driven and you're intelligent but if you're really gonna try to grow things for yourself you gotta surround yourself with people who are smarter at other things than you oh yeah for sure i feel like if you want to go anywhere like as a company you have to like outsource a lot of stuff you do that you're not good at so that like people who are actually good at it can like help you do it and like and you just focus on your strengths right so Mm -hmm. you well do you want to just start off by kind of just giving a little synopsis of who you are and what you do all right um and i'm into your chinese name yeah um uh, my chinese name is xu yunfan um we say in china we say our last name first and then first name so my last name is xu uh, my first name is yunfan and i'm an international chinese student in boston college and i just finished my sophomore year i'm going to my junior year and i'm into videography especially uh, more so than photography so i really like producing video contents and i'm just you know like i said i'm trying to find more work one thing frank has not noted is that he's actually only been doing this stuff for a year yeah actually i picked up my first digital camera what what was it last may so it's a sony a6300 it's actually filming this angle right now that's the one that's making you look sexy yep was that my that's 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 your angle so yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so that was my first camera um i wanted it because i was like on youtube just looking at random like tutorials when i I don't even have a camera i got a feeling that you Uh you've over the course of your college career and probably before you watch a lot of youtube yeah (laughs) a shitload of youtube yeah when i i don't even watch like tv or netflix that much i just watch youtube YouTube. like i don't even know why because i picked up on things that you've done or facts that i'm like there's the only way this dude learned about that stuff was via youtube like like, what? like there are certain times where i'll talk about like a, a joe rogan podcast uh-huh. where you know the bit <laughs> yeah yeah, you yeah know, joe rogan definitely or you'll yeah. know about things in the political sphere mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. yeah that's true yeah pretty much uh i would say i would say most of this stuff like almost all of my uh, knowledge about videography came from youtube youtube university yeah, man like for sure like it's so great i don't even know how to put it like you can basically learn anything you want if you really look for it absolutely and but it's also provides a certain type of learning mm-hmm. you know like do you but you learn equally in the classroom at bc right or do, what is do it, you mean is equally? it easier for you to learn on your own or with a teacher slash mentor it's different i would say um for youtube i feel like i'm really like a audio kind of learner so like there are a lot of type of learners some people like reading some people like listening so be like doing. and some yeah some people like doing i like listening a lot so that's what i feel like is youtube is my like really good for me is because like i don't really have to do anything mm-hmm. i just sit back and watch and listen to the um you pick t- it up. them talk yeah i just pick it up I, and yeah. of course i i have to do it um after i learn it but like i'm definitely more of a like audio learner yeah you pick it up yeah. to speed quick yeah has there been anything any bits from the show that that you've learned since coming on oh yeah every episode so like what, what's been like the dopest fact thus far <laughs> Man, there are just too many of them. Uh, Say a a guest name, uh, I'll tell you. Well, one cool thing is that Frank's a Uh massive NBA fan. Yeah. And uh, we, Nikolai was up on the show, Mm -hmm. and he had been cutting up a clip about Reggie Miller, and then Reggie Miller actually liked the post. Yeah, that was pretty wild. And so Frank was kind of pumped. I was like, yo, this would be Mm -hmm. dope, man. Yeah, I was actually excited about it. I was when he talked about Reggie, 
Because like he didn't say Reggie Miller on the show. I was like Reggie. Is that yeah, like big like Reggie Miller? The, yeah, like, like Pacers, the like the three point <laughs> yeah. bomber, bro. And he was They're like, boys. Yeah, I was like, what? That's pretty wild. So, yeah. um, so Frank came from what province in China? Uh, it's Jiangsu province, so it's right next to Shanghai. Okay. Mm-hmm. My f- my father. Sorry. Yeah, so sh- so Frank came from the Jiangsu. Yeah, Jiangsu. Did I, did I say right? Jiangsu. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And what was the initial, because we talked about this a little bit already, what was the initial inception of the idea to come to America as opposed to staying in university in China? Like, well, why did I've, you want to come? First of all, my parents always wanted me to come to U.S., but I didn't like the idea when I was um, in basically primary school because i we call it elementary school elementary school okay how old were you (laughs) i was like maybe in the fifth grade when they brought it up so in china they call it grades still Mm -hmm. okay yeah and i didn't like it because probably because i was too young to like even grasp the idea of going to another country for university um so i just said no and they're like, all right, I guess. Why did they want you to come? Because they didn't like the system. Like the, the government. Mm-hmm. The government and like the quality of the education in Chinese universities. If you really want a high... Is it skewered? Quality. Yeah, it's uh, like you won't even believe it. Like there are maybe, I don't know, like there are very few schools that has high quality education so if you don't go to those schools you're pretty much wasting your time but a lot of it's censored correct like everything you're learning like Mm -hmm. one thing that Mm -hmm. was really crazy what and i also don't want like immigration officials in china to find this and that you're like (laughs) like talking like this but yeah chinese media is extremely censored so for instance i asked frank about tiananmen square i forget what was it is it Bloody Sunday? Is that what they called it? I don't know the English name, but... Well, yeah. When there was the kids who were getting killed in Tiananmen Square, yeah, China has like totally erased that from the lexicon, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. What? And that mm-hmm. is so wild. You can't find anything about it online in China. How did you acquire the knowledge? Uh, my parents knew because they were like... Alive. Yeah, they were alive when that happened. So, yeah. So, so there are people in China right now that just don't know that this happened. Probably, yes. That would be like Americans not knowing slavery happened. Yeah, that, that is so messed up. Yeah, 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 for sure. But well, hasn't the government? There has been more going on in China that individuals are now a little more expressive about their distaste for the system like gradually or is it totally like if, if you talk against the government like you are f-u-c-k'd man well i think you can talk shit ab- about the government but like you just yeah you can talk shit like in real life so they wouldn't know but if you Not post online. yeah if you post stuff online that's pretty bad or like or even if you're um just like a normal person if you say something about the government they wouldn't really care that much cuz like you're not instigating anything right but if you're but a like popular if, person right but if you're popular and a celebrity and you start talking then you're in real trouble so for so for reference <laughs> it'd be like if on this show mm-hmm. i started slandering like the mayor of boston or like the yeah. governor it would be something like that, right? Right. Well, not and they, and not they, not the mayor, but like you can criticize the mayor, but you can't criticize the party. That's the type of stuff. They What's the name of the party? Communist Party, Chinese That's Communist like Party. Chinese Communist Party. Yeah. And so, but people in China are aware of how restrictive the system is, right? Not really. Um. So, how did you know? <laughs> my parents that's fine really yeah they're my parents like frank you gotta get out of here yeah yeah basically that's wild yeah. man mm-hmm. and so you also can't watch youtube over there right no no youtube no facebook no google no instagram 
Yeah, not so, any of that. But there is WeChat. Yep, WeChat. And apparently in WeChat, you can write code within the app to make your own app, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, but you really have to know like your stuff, obviously. Yeah, I got a feeling you probably know how to do it. No, I don't know anything about coding. <laughs> you probably pick it up pretty quick. It's, nah, Frank it's just a, built his own computer. It's a whole another world coding. Yeah. So when you initially came here from China, it was like so restrictive, right? Well, first off, when you got the letter from BC, mm-hmm. did, did you get in? Did you go early decision to BC? No, I got in regular just decision. Where else did you apply? A lot of other schools. I played like 20 schools, I would say. I did too. Like in Canada and U.S. So, yeah, I applied to Tufts. Um, a lot of, my early decision is Rice in, tech, no in Houston. No way. Mm-hmm. And they didn't take you? No. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Straight up. like. Why uh, did you want Rice? Because I... They have, because I was, I wanted to go to medical school, so, and, like, they have really uh, strong, like, pre-med program. Rice is so different. Rice is a, it's, like, a very traditional, classic Southern college in Mm -hmm. Texas. Like, they're pretty small, right? They don't have big sports. Yeah, but they don't have, I was going to say, they don't have big sports like BC, Mm -hmm. which I'm sure you like about the school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So you, where else did you apply? Uh, a lot, man. I can't even remember. Like, uh, why BC? Because like it was the best school that I got an offer on. I also I was deciding between BC and UC San Diego no way. and UC Davis. And that would be a much shorter flight for you, right? To California? Yeah, it, it's still pretty long. It still take maybe 12 hours. And what, as what does it take? 16 or 15. Yeah, it's, like four, it's like four and a half hours. Yeah, coast yeah. To coast. And then I decided to go to BC because of the city. Cause like, you like Boston? Mm-hmm, I like Boston. I like all those other schools, like UC Davis or San Diego. They're kind of in the middle of nowhere. How would so. you know you like Boston if you've never been? Postcards. Wow. Sports. Yeah. <laughs> All that kind of stuff. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> nah, not well, really. He, he probably they, wasn't signed by Yeah, he right. wasn't even here. Yeah. So, yeah. Boston. And, like, they have... I think Boston, as a city, definitely has more opportunities, like, for internships, like, when I graduate. So, that's a big reason I came here. In terms of, like, technical? Yeah, technical, like, because, like, there are a lot of pharmaceutical companies here. Like I said, I was wanting to yeah. get into medical school, so. so that's yeah. wild because, dude, when I was 18, mm-hmm. when I was graduating high school, mm-hmm. I had no career focus at all. Yeah, me neither. But it seems like it was kind of imposed on you a little bit. Not really, not really. Um, I really liked biology in high school. That's my favorite subject. And... And uh, I'm I'm kind of good at it in high school, but I'm sure you're good at most things you do, man. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, except yeah. sleeping. Yeah, that's true. Frank, no, uh, I'm good at sleeping. I just don't get enough of them, <laughs> so <laughs> I can sleep well, everywhere, <laughs> anywhere. I mean, and it's usually just straight through, right? <laughs> it's like a smooth four, but it's like a four punch. Like you're not waking up within the four, are you? Nah, nah, nah. I'm not waking up when I get four. No, no way. So I have a question. So, so you're 18, right? Yep. No, I'm 19, almost 20. No, I'm saying when you're 18. Oh, yeah. Ch- China says, "All right, man, Frank, you want to go to school in America? Great, but you're probably gonna find find out how kind of messed up our system is right now. Like, they must be aware that when they send people out, they're gonna look back at China and say, "Dude, look how restricted." Yeah, this probably. Is. Yeah. Um, so Why they, do they allow it? They don't like it. To be, to, uh, that's the truth. And they find all kinds of ways to stop you from studying abroad. That because like, that's what's happening right now. And like what they do is they make it really hard to for you to change your Chinese money into U.S. dollar. So they have a quota on everyone. Uh, of, I think it's 50, no, it's five, 
wait, fifty thousand. Yeah, so it's fifty thousand dollars per year. You can't have more than fifty thousand、like、dollars U.S. dollars U.S. dollars in a year. So even if you have all the Chinese money in the world, you can only get fifty thousand. You 50, can't acquire fifty thousand. More than fifty thousand. Yeah,、and、that's so, the max. And so why do they create this limitation? Like what is because people have to pay for tuition, and if you create like obstacles along the way, then、uh, obviously disencourage people to go that route. And so, for instance, though,、mm-hmm. someone listening, they'd say, "Well, can't you just go acquire like a hundred million Chinese yen,、mm-hmm. or I'm not sure the exchange rate, whatever that equates to, and、mm-hmm. then just transfer to U.S. dollars?" Or you're no, not they can't. They can't. You can't do that. Like even if you have all the Chinese money, you can't make that into U.S. dollars. You can't exchange that. Yeah, yeah. So what if like you got a work visa here, right? No, I don't. I don't have no, a student no, visa. I know, but I'm saying like real、oh. uh, hypothetically. Okay. You get a work visa here,、mm-hmm. and they say, okay, your salary is seventy thousand bucks, right? So you make seventy thousand dollars a year, U.S. dollars, and then you go back to China. You can only use fifty thousand of that. No, you can exchange your U.S. dollars into Chinese dollar, but you can't do the other way because they don't want the Chinese money to go over like、it. the U.S. So, what is the purpose of restricting people and making more money? No, it's not restricting people making money. It's restricting people going to the U.S. and spending your money there. So they want to keep the money in China, and not let you go there. So you can make all the money in the world as long as you spend here. Wow.、Mm-hmm. So, I also imagine there's some sort of like mindset limitation. Like, I think if you hadn't come here, your thinking would probably be a little more stifled about some of the opportunities you can create for yourself yes, in life. Yes, definitely. You'd agree? Yeah, I agree. Like,、for、do you、sure. realize more is possible on、mm-hmm. a personal level when you come yeah, here? Yeah, for sure.、Um, like, is starting a business here easier than China?、Mm, I honestly, I would say so because I, of access to social platforms. Yeah, yeah, I would say so too. Yeah, because like, well, I mean, a lot of people are starting new business right now in China, so I I don't know what it's like to start a business in China, so I can't say for sure. Like, How do you? Yeah. So, what's the state of entrepreneurship in China?、Um, the government is definitely encouraging that, but、How、I do don't you know. Encourage that in a communist party? I don't really get it. Why?、Uh, Aren't you taxed like crazy? Not really. Not really. I feel like the tax. They okay. So this is what they do. They, I think it's from this year. They cut a lot of the tax rate. Of like the middle and small businesses, so they are actually encouraging you to start a business because like when you start, it's usually small,、mm-hmm. and like yeah, they have a so like they have a special bracket of like a, I think it's um if your revenue is under three million, uh Chinese dollar a year, you get only、bracket. yeah you get a tax back, you get really low tax rate. So that's how they encourage it. So, so what industries are like fastly growing in China?、Um, Agriculture is always massive, right? Yeah, it's always massive. And then, what's growing? Well, so you know, there's like an issue. There's it's a joke, but in America,、uh-huh. there's a there's a joke about like if you get like shitty product, it was probably made in China. That's like what people say. <laughs> like, like if I give you like a, a, a new, if I give you a GDP shirt、uh-huh. and like it like shrunk,、mm-hmm. someone would be like, "Yeah, they, you probably you got that shit from China." I <laughs> think that's a stereotype.、Uh, it absolutely is. Yeah, yeah, we do make good products. And Indu- like so big in, in industrial. Yeah, yeah. A lot of factories. My father actually worked with a factory, and yeah. What's the What's the deal on、um, pollution, like, though? Like, that's yeah, fr- yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, like, because、yeah. they're cutting back, like the like the heavy industries, because、um, um, like the pollution 
was so bad. Like, people have to wear masks when they go out. Yeah, so that's real. Yeah, that's real. That's definitely real. Because when people picture China, like, uh-huh. if they picture, like, Beijing or some mm-hmm. of those, like, bigger those, industrial cities, they picture, like, dude, smog, thick mm-hmm. smoke. Those smogs were bad when I was in middle school, especially. Um, now it's you getting wore better. A mask? Uh, not really. I just, I just wasn't didn't swag. care. Yeah. <laughs> but it oh, was definitely. All that nastiness. It is definitely bad for your lung. Like, a hundred percent. Lung cancer is pretty rampant in China. Yeah, yeah. But nobody can say it is caused by smoke, smog. Um, I mean, since it's the same there's thing only been like. Though, you know? Well, I mean, there are a lot of evidence to prove. Anytime you're sucking caused. in, like, thick, bad yeah. air with yeah. chemicals in it. It's probably it's just, not yeah, good it's, for you, bro. Yeah, it's pretty intuitive. Um, so, yeah, they're cutting back the, like, the heavy industries where they where they produce a lot of pollution because, like, it was so bad. And then they're regulating, they're putting more regulation on, like, those factories. And it's actually kind of hurting the economy right now. So that's why Chinese China is not growing as fast as before is because, like, the government wanted to be more sustainable or else it's not it, it was so bad you well, can do that for a while well i also saw something recently that like china has now re- repaired like a 30 percent of its forests like, there's a big like new growing mm-hmm. new forest effort in china yeah they're trying to like and also for reference anybody yeah. listening me and frank are like kind of summarizing a lot because china is a mm-hmm. massive yeah, country definitely oh yeah and it has 1.6 billion people yeah something like that so it's just like if someone was talking about america in china it's like how can you really sum up everything going right. on but this is right. just from a broad scope right yeah but okay so i'm in china right mm-hmm. <laughs> like boat bonnie's in china right i want to start to get something going for myself okay what what are the limitations for me? I actually don't know that well because, like, there are, from where I come from, um, there are not a, a lot of foreigners. Well, no, I, no, I mean if I was, like, a Chinese version of myself. Oh. Like the redhead Chinese man. So. Wanna, who is this freak? Do you want to start a business? Yeah, I wanna, let's say I want to start a big podcast in China. Yeah, you can definitely do that. Where am I going to put it? I actually don't know. Like, I know more about uh, entrepreneurship in U.S. than in China. That's the truth. Because, like, I've been here, like, for a while. Yeah. And I'm I'm only back in China for, like, maybe a month or two every year. So, yeah. So. I got to click the camera first. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. We knew this was going to happen. It's also going to be very weird when Frank's like editing clips of himself and I tell him when to drop this episode. It's going to be pretty strange. Also, this is going to be dropping after the mass cast. So anybody who came and saw both me and Frank, thank you very much for coming. Want to keep it moving, man. We thought Boston needed this, so I hope it was a smash hit. I got a lot of work to do the next week to make sure everything's executed right but I'm excited for it said another one sorry I'm just getting this coffee in me yeah man I have this thing where I like go for it I start like blinking like crazy I don't know <laughs> how to control it yeah so I forget there was one I had one takeaway from college mm-hmm. I had one mm-hmm. well I had a couple but I had one academically and there's a there's a model called Hofstede's Dimensions. Have you ever heard of it? No. It's about personality and characteristics on an international business level. Okay. And so China, I remember, ranked extremely, extremely high on whatever the statute was that equated to work ethic. Mm-hmm. Like people work really hard. Oh, yeah, for sure. But people are not individualistic at all. Yeah. So there's a lot true. of group thing going on. That's correct? true. That is very true. And you can see it even in the Chinese international students. So what usually happens is there are friend groups. So, uh huh. So, and they're pretty. I would say pretty exclusive. I don't know. Um, maybe it's just me. But, like, 
once you form that friend group, people just hang out with each other and just stay stuck in that circle. I've like seen that. Mm-hmm. That's r- very shows. common. Like I see it everywhere. Like um, with Chinese exchange students. Mm-hmm. I could imagine though. Yeah. People are more comfortable. Yeah, for sure. Like, was it tough for you starting to get involved in all this? Yeah, I didn't like it to be honest. I tried to get in the friend group when I was when I first came to us uh in my freshman year and like they just do everything together and i didn't like that uh, like they do like they just go to a lounge like in the dorm and they just stay there for the whole day like they maybe go to class uh and then come back and do their homework together and they have dinner together <laughs> and they go to gym together they go to the library together and they do like they play games together i was like why how do you do you don't want any like your like well, is it like that long time um yeah. i mean it was i feel like it was a little bit better in china as like less less severe extreme. yeah less extreme because like in the u.s you only have those people around you who are uh came who came from the same background so maybe that makes it worse but yeah, it's uh, definitely a problem. So what's the workplace relationship like between boss and employee in China? When I, from my stereotype, what mm-hmm. I imagine is bosses are very hard on their employees, and there's it's less of a collaborative effort, and it's more like do this, do that. I uh, I would say yeah, a little bit like that, but I wouldn't say it's that extreme. So, but but. Again, I've never been to a workplace. I've never worked in China. So but you were for a surgeon, didn't you? I shadowed a surgeon. So you in followed him around the hospital. Mm-hmm. But what in was that like? You mean what was it like? Is uh, it crazy? Yeah, it's pretty wild. I see like shooting victims, stab victims. <laughs> nah, nah. <laughs> They're all like patients lying in bed. No, nothing. Those are for emergencies. Uh, I followed a pulmonary cardiovascular cardio pulmonary surgeon so they do like lung cancer like they remove lung tumors and shit i'm gonna sound Mm -hmm. very like this is probably a dumb question but Mm -hmm. so you can be rich in china like oh yeah for sure then i don't really understand rich yeah so then Mm -hmm. i don't really get the classic Marxist view of communism is everyone makes the same amount of money and everyone's equal. No, it's How not the it, it's not the same as Marxist communism. It's um, you're familiar with Marxist communism. Yeah, it's not like everybody gets gets the same thing. Like the economy in China is super capitalistic. Like you can some people make maybe like billions four four hundred five hundred dollars a month. That's like, like that's a lot of people make that money. That sounds pretty. Bad. And then there are people. Five hundred U.S. dollars a month. What equates to it? Mm-hmm. How many is that yen? Uh, times that by six point seven. It's pretty much like, it's like three fifty. No, no, three. No, 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 no. Freaking math is off. Thirty-five, thirty-five hundred. Okay. Like in Chinese yen. That's like the average pay. Maybe a little bit higher than that, but it's pretty much like that. Yeah, that's actually higher than the U.S. I think. No, <laughs> are you kidding? The average pay thirty five hundred a month would equate to like forty thousand dollars a year here. That's probably no, average. no, thirty five hundred Chinese yuan. Okay, so what's so that American? Five hundred U.S. dollars a month. So, so that one of the average salary, like a median salary, there's six thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Oh my God. But How I mean, do this price. Live? The price in China, like everything, is cheaper except rent, maybe. Rent in the urban areas. Yeah, rent in the urban areas is pretty ridiculous. Like, like worse than Boston. Not in like a paper value, but like in terms of the percentage of your salary, it's crazy. I also imagine we'll continue on the on being the capitalistic approach in China. Uh yeah, so economy is super capitalistic. Um, then, then what is communist about the country? The government, like how they control everything. Like it's just there's restrictive. no yeah, there's no two parties. There's just one 
they run it like they pick like the I guess the leader, the president. Like what's his name right now? Xi Jinping. Yeah, because I know Trump just had a meeting with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I think Trump's. Oh, and he. <laughs> here's a fucked up thing. He changed the constitution of the, the prime minister did. Mm-hmm, the so there's also there was also a restriction of how how many terms people can stay in that position. He so he longer. Yeah, he just like get rid of it. How, what was the, what was the initial? Ten years. So it's five years a term, two, two terms. terms, and now it's not a thing. You can so he, be so he how many terms? The rest of his life. We'll see. We'll see. It's he's on his second term right now. So. Wow. Yeah. Will he be revoted? Do you think? Probably. So who votes him? A council of people. Yeah. So. Uh, so the vote's not up to the people. Right. So it's like a pyramid, right? So people can vote for maybe the local, like the county level, but you can vote for like higher levels. Who can vote for the higher levels? So like the county officials can vote for like maybe the city officials, oh. and then the city goes for it. Uh, yeah, so it's like kind of me, so like we live system. in Boston, we vote for the mayor, right? And then all the mayors from like Boston, Lowell, Lawrence, mm-hmm. Worcester, then mm-hmm. they can vote for the governor. Yeah. Then all the governors of all the states can vote for yeah, the senators. Yeah, and like there are a lot more steps in China. So it's really hard. <laughs> How do you rise to the top? <laughs> it's not even, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. You, you need to have some kind of relationship, like background. Politicking. Uh-huh. Yeah. For example, if like your dad is a... Maybe a yeah, I, I get like it. Like you, you, you need to have some kind of background to rise in the system. You gotta pull some strings. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. That's a huge thing in China. So the prime minister of China has a ton of power. Oh yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah, a lot of power. Are Way more than the president in the U.S. Because like the president, the president in the U.S. don't yeah. even. Have that much power? Like, I mean, he's There's checked. checks and balances, right. but, but the checked. position itself on a global scale is like, yeah, that's the most powerful guy in the world. He has the he has access to the uh, yeah, decisions sure. of the strongest like, military. He has the most US, money. The U.S. is um, a beast. Yeah, a beast. But if, imagine if the U.S. president can be like the Chinese president, like where he can do anything. That would be crazy. <laughs> Game over. Uh huh. Yes, sir. Yeah. So, are you on? What was your view of the U.S. before you came here? Did did you have a very like pop culture scope about like America, like the land of the free opportunity? Yeah, I have a like a general idea of that, but I mean, I. How did you acquire it? Just through internet and my parents. You hacked the system a little bit. You cut a little YouTube over there in China. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm sure a lot of people are hitting the loopholes. Mm -hmm. So so what was your view of America before you got here? Uh, Basically, the U.S. is a very democratic country. Like, emphasis on freedom. Mm Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah, just like freedom. Yeah, that's a oh, and diversity. That's another thing. Much more diverse than China. Mm-hmm. Much more diverse. Yeah. And were your preconceived notions about the country right when you got here, or like what yeah, was for different? the most part, yeah. Um, especially on the diversity part, I was kind of shocked. Also, BC is not that diverse of a school, you know. But BU at the is time though. that I came here, bro. Why are so many different kinds of people (laughs) you've never seen before? No, yeah. Like you saw a dude with like you do like a white dude, red hair, then you saw like a black dude, like a Spanish chick. That kind of stuff. That was like a big culture shock for you. Mm -hmm. That was uh, one of them. Yeah. Boston's a good city for that too. Yeah. Because if you were to go down south, Mm -hmm. it would be much more segregated. Okay. Boston's like very diverse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. And you you're also touched in with the show now and i think we have like a really diverse mm-hmm. types of guests right you know what i'm saying yeah that's true like so what about like what was the biggest adjustment for you when you got here can i ask you one mm, thing were yeah. you are people in china traditionally kind of shy 
Oh, yeah. Most people, I feel like, in general, people are more shy in China than in, in the U.S. But I, sure. I imagine that's a result of the system. Because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm imagining they don't put an emphasis on individual expression, right? Right, right. Um, yeah, because, like, the values and everything in China is just different. Like, you're not supposed to be, like, the guy who's out there, you know? Like, there's a saying in China that... Uh, I don't even know how to translate, but basically... Say like it in Chinese. Chang... Chang... Chang So basically, if you translate that what, what, literally... What was I saying the other day? Like, POW! Was that the swear? Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Okay, no. I won't say no, it. No, yeah. If you send to your friends, are going to be offended. Yeah. So if you translate it literally, it means um, the bird who flies the first will get shot, basically. That's pretty grim. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, people don't like people who are, like, being out there. Extroverted. Mm, not extroverted, but, like, just being out there, you know, just, like, in Everyone's your face. to themselves. Mm-hmm, for sure. So, were you like that in China, too? Because I'm, cause I noticed yeah. that with you... I still am. Yeah, but I think you're opening up. And I think it's dope. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think you feel more comfortable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, in China, like, how we act, like, when we're just chilling, mm -hmm. you wouldn't act like that. Correct? Act like what? Like, you... Are you open with your friends about the way you feel? Are you... Yeah. Yeah, that kind of stuff, yeah. But, like, I mean, in what I mean by being out there is, like, in public yeah. more so than, like, your friends and Don't family. Don't attract attention to yourself. Right, right, yeah. But you still, like, do the same stuff, like, with your friends and family, like, here. It's just, like, being in the public, you wouldn't want to... Everyone's very cordial, right? Yeah. Yeah, most people are. Well, I, I notice that, too, sometimes with, like, Chinese people I know here, mm -hmm. like foreign exchange students, none of them are usually, and I don't even mean a stereotype, but none of them mm -hmm. are usually, like, very extroverted and, like, friendly. Like, yeah. hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, Hi, yeah, this yeah. is me. Yeah, yeah. What, that, what, was that, like, a shock for you when you got here, when people, like, come up to you and introduce themselves? Yeah, that was very different, like... Yeah, people are way more reserved in China, for sure. Yeah. So, would your friends back home say you're shy? Or are you, like, average? I, I feel like I'm average in China. In terms like, of being social? Right, right. Uh, I'm sure there was one kid in your class who was nah, always... Like, maybe I'm more on the shy side. I feel like, yeah. I'm not very social. I'm not you keep saying that, but I disagree with I'm you. I'm not dude. very social. I don't like. Okay, so a lot of the times I don't want to talk to people. I just want to like be in my room doing my own stuff You're a little and not be bored. And yeah, and not be bothered. Has this so helped you like kind of break out of it a little bit? I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh yeah. Like you went on your own to go shoot with Mike the other day, bro. Think about it. I was v wildly impressed mm -hmm. because it's not easy to go up to someone out of nowhere. Someone reaches out to you on Instagram and say, hey, man, I have an event coming up. I want you to work on it. You showed up, bro. Yeah, I showed up. You're probably terrified. I would have been. You probably uh, thought I was going to beat your ass. <laughs> nah. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. But like, I wanted to do it. I knew it. I want to be in this the sector right because like i don't really want to go work in a corporate setting so i knew i had to do something to, to change that so. right if i want to like to get out of that corporate route so i had to do something so yeah i'm just the pursuit of happiness you're, yeah you're I'm the just american taking, Cone story yeah i have to you gotta, you gotta take go action, you gotta man. do man. yeah you gotta do it yeah exactly do it big mm -hmm. do a lot yeah so when you got to american classes right mm -hmm. was the education different from what you were used to yeah but i feel like that's just the difference between high school and college i'm sure you notice a difference when you graduate high school and going to u.s 
university, right? I've never been a great student. <laughs> yeah, but like this is it's different, right? The system. A little like, bit. Not yeah, because really. like my high school you get was to my choose high school your was, class. My high school was considered like pretty good for the state. So. Yeah, but like it's, it's gotta be different. Like you leave your home, you live in a dorm, you ch- you can choose whatever class you want to take. And you can like you couldn't do that go in China? out, not in high, uh, less so in high school. What do they mean. teach you about American history in China? They don't really. Someone teach just, someone just clicked. Yeah, let me see there. <laughs> what did it die? As Frank's up changing the camera, it's for anyone listening in the listening sphere. We have an event that actually already happened, so I can't even plug it. But if you came to the mass cast at the warehouse eleven. On the 30th of June, Sunday. Thank you very much. Um, I'm trying my best to assimilate into this this role in media. I'm not used to it. And I'm really enjoying everything going on in the city. And I'm happy to to be at the forefront of a lot of things going on. Not even to toot my own horn. But with that, Frank's back. Yes. What was I saying? You're talk- we're talking about American history in China. Oh, they don't really teach... American history. So, how did you know anything about it? Did you did you know there was a civil war? Did you know there was yeah, slavery? Yeah, they teach a part of it as like a world history, but they don't go like in depth at all. So, does the Chinese government not like the American government? Uh, it's competitive, right? Yeah, it's definitely competitive, but like they they're not gonna say it though. Yeah, yeah. But the, we also get a lot of imports from China. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, for sure. Everything industrial. Like, everyone outsources work. One other one clicked. What? Did you hear that? Which one clicked? It, is it a memory card thing? Also, so as Frank's up, getting it in, doing his thing, it's an, it's 9-16. And uh, we got Sir South coming after this. We just dropped a great project. I totally encourage anybody listening to go listen to South Project. It's called A Glamorous Death. And it's nice as a friend to see your friends grow. He uh, He's never been the most outstandingly extroverted individual. It overheated? Yeah. Okay, so we'll just cycle back between these two. Yeah, yeah no worries, bro. I'm surprised that that's the first time that's happened, right? Yeah, that's the first time. That's so weird. Are you shooting a different file size? No. Okay. Okay, so... So... So you, you've come to America, mm-hmm. right? You realize some of the opportunity here. Mm-hmm. I want you to talk a little bit about your limitations on getting a citizenship or a visa. And how tough it is. Yeah, it's getting tougher and tougher every year uh, because of the policy, unfortunately. Um, so if you want to be a citizen, you can just apply and be a citizen. You have to, first of all, get a work visa. So you have to graduate. First, uh, some student kind visa. Of, yeah, student visa is, e- generally easy, is right? easier. Yeah. So you can apply for college uh, in the U.S. and you graduate. And then you can apply for a job or grad school, but you have to get a job somehow uh, eventually. Um, and then the job itself has to like satisfy some kind of um, requirements. So, yeah, the job requirements is because um, I've been researching a bunch too. Because mm-hmm. I think you know, like, if you could live here, man, live mm-hmm. out your dream, that'd be really yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. But the uh some of the requirements i thought me and frank disputed a little bit but was you have to be an asset to an organization that no one else in the country can do i was wrong about that yeah so explain um basically you have um how do i say this so you can offer a unfair competitive advantage as opposed to like the native um citizens here so for example you can say all right i'm i'm not gonna get paid for this year but 
I work for you for free for a year and then I get the work visa. So you can't do that. So you have to get fully paid as a citizen here um, so that people don't lose their jobs because you get, you can get a work visa. See, that's unfair though. Yeah. Because Why? American capitalistic society, as you know, and as you know, we set things up mm-hmm. is extremely competitive. Like that's what the whole system is based on is competition. So it's, I think it's wildly unfair for Chinese people not to say, Hey man, listen, I'd really love to work here. But I'm that re- really hurts like the U S employees. You that really that. hurts. Y- you say that. If the, if that's a legitimate way of getting a work visa, then all the Mexicans <laughs> will come here and just say, I'll work for free for a year and then stay here. That's I, not, I agree. That's not okay. I agree mostly on it. Mm-hmm. If you're talking about entry level positions, Yeah. but if you're discussing working, let's say, let's say you want to do media for a massive corporation. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little different because there's more, there's less opportunity for the average American in a bigger corporation. Does that make sense? Uh, what do you mean? It'd be different if you said, I'll work at McDonald's for free for a year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I yeah, got, I yeah. got some yen saved up. I'm yeah. going to get that converted to the, the 50 racks I want. Mm-hmm. And then I'll work at McDonald's for a year mm-hmm. because those are jobs or I'll work at a gas station for a year. Mm-hmm. Those are jobs that everybody can do. Mm-hmm. If there's a job that you're, highly specialized in like Mm -hmm. if you were a media guru Mm -hmm. and like you're actually really cut out to do it Mm -hmm. i don't i don't see why an american company wouldn't say wait this kid wants to get his citizenship and work for free and he's going to be a massive benefit to our company i would 100 percent like absolutely seize that opportunity well if you're really good they're willing to pay for it right if you're way better than everyone else they are willing to pay for it and that's the one way of staying here um I totally understand why they do that because, like, obviously they want to protect, like, the U.S. citizens, but, like, it is what it is. Like, you have to be really good to stay here. That's the rule. And I see nothing wrong about that. If I move to China, mm-hmm. so we move GDP to China, right? Mm-hmm. Global, international, <laughs> man. Yeah. Why not? Could I, could I only make 50,000 U.S. dollars or could I make as much U.S. dollars as I want? You can make as much as you want, but you can... I'm saying I'm not a citizen. I'm there on a work visa. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I'm not sure. Could you see people liking me in China? Honestly. I know it yeah, sounds egotistical. Yeah. I yeah. think I would love to go there. Yeah. And it's going to be like a... I would say the fact that you're a foreigner is enough like attention already yeah they really like foreigners right yeah yeah they they really like it they my dad who's Mm -hmm. who's just visited Mm -hmm. he said that people were like amazed at how tall he was yeah yeah the average height people were taking pictures with him like they would pull him aside at a bar and they would take pictures they thought he was a celebrity yeah they people love foreigners in china do girls like white dudes yeah, for sure. Uh, Do girls like again, black dudes too? Less so, less I would so. say. Yeah, less so. Again, that was a stereotype. This whole thing. A whole mean, generalization. Yeah. But like, a lot of people like Caucasian male. Are arranged marriages aren't still a thing, are they? What? Arranged marriages. Uh, less like... It's not a thing anymore in urban areas, but in rural areas, it's still... It's still yeah, like thing. farming areas? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How did your parents meet? They met in college, actually. What what school? It's a Nanjing Tech University. I don't even know how to translate it, but... Say it in like Chinese. Nanjing Li Gong Da Nanjing Li Te yeah. So Nanjing, <laughs> wrong, Nanjing is the name of the city, mm-hmm. and then Li Gong means um, basically uh, science and engineer, something like that. And then College of Science and Engineering. Uh, and then Da Xue means university. Da so, Xue. How do I yeah. say podcast in Chinese? Bo Ke. Bo Ke. Bo Ke. Dude, your English is unbelievable. 
seriously, you want, <laughs> you know like very sophisticated words. Oh yeah, I studied for SAT. That's why. <laughs> Yo, Frank killed it on the SAT, bro. You got a fifteen hundred out of sixteen. Yeah, I gotta pass. I have to take TOEFL, which is, um, you have to no no. TOEFL means like you have to take it if English is your second language to prove your uh, language efficiency. And then SAT is more academia. It's academic. academic. Yeah, academic test. So, yeah. But you grew up learning English? Do your parents I speak start English? They speak... My... They speak a little. My dad speaks, like, better English. Not better English, but he's willing to, like, express himself. Even though, like, it's so... It's like, Frank, clean up your room! Wrong. <laughs> oh, oh! It's grammatically wrong. yeah, they, but he's willing to like try and like he gets the message across, and that's what that's what it, this like, is Frank, all about. What's this podcast thing you're doing? I'm gonna choke slam you, son. Uh, they don't even know. You gotta tell them. You go. Oh, you gotta show them this, and they go back. No. Nah, Are uh, you famous in America? No. Nah, they they know. Nah. You don't think they'll embrace it? Nah, they would. They would. I don't they won't understand they, it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see. But they support your you getting into media. Oh yeah, for sure. They pr- support everything I do. Shout out to you, man. Yeah. Like they didn't really uh, resist the idea of doing this, but yeah. I think there's a a certain point where parents are like. I would really love if my son or daughter did exactly what I did and they were really good at it. I would love that. Yeah, like yeah. They would definitely like that. Okay. Yeah, just hit the cameras again. Yeah. Go ahead. Do it. We'll keep, we're going to keep running until South comes here. I'm really enjoying this, bro. So, again, back to uh, my point about Sir South. Would you click? We're goody. Never mind. We'll talk about it later. Is China very cluttered? Yeah, in urban areas, yeah. Like, very claustrophobic. Mm-hmm, very. It's like in New York. Who's the biggest chi- Who's the biggest celebrity in ch- American celebrity in China? Mm-hmm. Donald Trump? No, no, no. Michael Jordan? Most people don't care about politics in China. Um, probably some... Maybe Taylor Swift? I don't know. They like Taylor? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Who did who did you look up to, like American wise? Like who were you really fascinated by? Fascinated by. What do you mean? Like Like when you were like binging YouTube videos late at night, who were you like, yo, that guy's awesome? When I watch YouTube videos, it's usually influencers. So I wouldn't say they. I look up to them. Casey like, Neistat. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, I really like him. I don't know how you edit so quick. <laughs> yeah. And they're all like beautiful videos. Yeah, I know. Um, but I watched. I used to watch a lot of TV shows, like American TV shows. Like what? Like just like the very classic shows, like. Prison Break, Modern Family, <laughs> Big Bang. On Netflix? No, I downloaded it. Okay. Yeah. Sounds Pirate illegal. everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, be how, that's how people mm-hmm. watch the U.S. shows. Because like, they can't really... Everyone do use streaming services, bro. They can't access Netflix in Oh, China. you're talking about in China? Uh-huh. You just download everything? Yeah. What, what are the viruses looking like on your computer, bro? No, it's not. None? Yeah. yeah. So, um, let's say you, you find a, a girl you like here, right? Mm-hmm. And she's white mm-hmm. and then you bring her back to China. What mm-hmm. are your parents thinking? My parents would, <laughs> my parents would definitely like, like support me, but What's my relatives else? are the ones <laughs> They're going to have maybe a problem, but... Why? They just think it's, like, not right? No, not right, but, like, it's... So they can't really communicate with her. That's the main issue. But aren't they like, oh, my God, this girl's beautiful? Yeah, they would... If you play it right. Yeah, (laughs) if... (laughs) Yeah, but, like, the thing is they want to talk to, like, 
Why future yeah. wife? Your future official wife? Future. Oh, your future wife. Yeah. But you so said official. Like you have nah. official and unofficial wife. Nah, what? Well, no, I no, I think no. it's really interesting, and I would like yeah. to maybe use this as a part of the clip. But Frank is the the subject of the one child rule. Yeah. In China, so at Definitely. the time when your parents were getting intimate, excuse me, but the truth, y- they said they can only have one kid. Mm-hmm. That is wild. Yeah. Um, so you're, he's an only child. Yeah, exactly. And that's changed. Yeah, that's changed from when I was born. Um, so they used to be really, really strict. So there was always a one-child policy, and up until maybe I'll say three years ago uh and then but before like in the 2000s which is when i was born it was really strict so if you have a second child you'll get fined a lot of money like a lot of money so so what do they do oh who's that that's kev i'll i'm gonna grab him real quick um, but uh, I'm gonna have him come in and we'll finish the interview up. Okay. Right, yeah. You're gonna have to kill some dead time for a sec. Actually, do you mind grabbing him just so I can talk? Actually, I'll grab him. I'll grab him. I'll, I'll grab him. I'll grab him. I just want to talk in terms of audio to keep this thing rolling. But yes, Kev's here running double episode today. Frank doesn't know, but uh, I'm thoroughly, thoroughly enjoying this interview. We uh, Kev's here. I think his story is impeccable, and I also think that, like, I'm learning a lot. Uh, I'm just killing some dead time. Kevo. Hey, listen, real quick. I'm just going to – I'm interviewing Frank. I'm just going to finish. You can sit down if you'd like. Yeah. I'm just going to – me and Frank going to wrap this up. Can All you just right. close that door? Just hit that real quick. So the basis of this entire segment is – this is your first time meeting Frank? Mm-hmm. This is the guru making everything look nice. You said you liked your tape. Yeah, I like it. Frank's a foreign exchange student, and so this he's been telling me all about China. Wildest yeah. thing ever. Yeah. So, yeah, just I want you to finish up on, like, kind of the limitations of being, like, is there a pressure that comes with that? Like, now you're your parents' only kid. Like, you got to go make it happen. Uh, Not really. Not for me, for sure. Um, how, do you, how do you pronounce your last name in Chinese? Xu. So you're the like you're the the last leg of the Zhu family. <laughs> no. They have brothers and sisters, so I have like four uh five cousins. And they're all only childs too? Yeah. Children, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so weird to me. Yeah, I know. Yeah, so they used to be really strict to the rules. Um so if you have a, a second child you get like fined a lot of money. But then as time passes, like, the rules gets, like, looser, i they, say. They were worried about overpopulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they were worried about not having lo- enough labor, like, in 20 years. Because, like, you only have one child, like, supporting all the other, like, older people. So, like, the aging issues um, became more severe. So they just stopped the one-child policy. Oh, th- um, never mind. They... So they changed the rules. So if one of parents is the only child in their family, you can have like more than one kid. Seems so ridiculously yeah. restrictive. <laughs> yeah. What What are the abortion laws in China? Uh, there are no laws about abortion. So you can get an abortion. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And is it taboo? Is like abortion like is that like a an important social issue right now in China, like it is in America. No, 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 not Cause at all. Because it's like, got the whole country divided over here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna comment on that, but like in China, it's not even a discussion. So yeah, people can have abortion however many times they want, but it's obviously bad for your body, but you can do it. Okay, listen, yeah. Kev's here, so we're gonna have to wrap right, this yeah. up. But yeah. hey, all right. That was not bad, right? Yeah, that was not bad. You're yeah. gonna have to you're gonna have to tell me what you think a good clip would be. I thought you said so much valuable information in there. I don't even I know. Don't even know. I, this it's is gonna be it's gonna be weird for Frank. Everything like I he's say, edit, gonna be editing himself. Yeah, don't be insecure when you're editing either. Like, oh, all right, I don't yeah, like the way yeah, I sounded. Yeah, 
You're gonna have to tell me what clip to use because I don't know what's more shocking to like the U.S. people. Yeah, that's yeah. a fact. Yeah. Okay. All right. You know, how, you better know how to end. Start yeah. This if okay. you don't, we got an issue. Yeah. All right. Do you want me to say my Chinese name when I end? I say the whole thing in Chinese. That'd be fire. Cause that'd no. be good for that clip. Yeah. <laughs> say this. Is, can you say, "Hey, I'm, I'm Young Frankie Films. This is my golden hour in Chinese," and then say it in American, and then we can. Cut I don't the even clip know how it. to translate golden hour. All right. Well, can you say like something that sounds like it? <laughs> I, would like, just say, I would just say. I would just say. I would just say English. To be honest. Say it in Chinese. No. Dude, I would say my name in Chinese. Frankie Films. I would bro. say my name in Chinese. How about that? Okay. All right. Um, you'd say ni hao, right? That's hi. Yeah. Um, hi, my name is Xu Fan, and this is my golden hour. And then, hi, my name is Xu Fan, and that was my golden hour. And the entire substance of this podcast is pretty much Frank talking about being a foreign exchange student from China, some of the difference between China and the U.S., and a lot of things he's had to deal with, and some of the the adaptations you've made since yeah. being here so frankie films thank you for being an amazing producer on the yeah. show you're a great guy of course let's keep it moving brother all right let's go